Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cody Decker. First baseman, third baseman, catcher, left fielder, right fielder, DH, pinch hitter, all-around handsome guy. On 670, the score. Fastball high in the air. Deep left field. This game is tied. Cody Decker with career home run number 200. If they're unwritten rules, why aren't they written? Because they're not rules. And now it's time for Down the Line with former Major Leaguer Cody Decker on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. Presented by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Sunday, and we are here live on 670 The Score. Welcome to Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Guys, it is the, we finally made it. I can't believe it. We finally made it. We are here at the end of the season, only eight games to go. But unfortunate news for those of you who listen to me right now, today is actually the final episode of the season of Down the Line with Cody Decker. And I want to thank you guys just at the start of the show. Thank you all so much for joining me all season long. We've had an absolute blast here. Hopefully you've taken these bets on. Hopefully you've enjoyed everything we've been doing here. And hopefully the future is very, very, very bright for the teams in Chicago. And with me today, my man, Brandon. How you doing, baby? I am feeling great. Justin Fields is starting. It's a great Sunday. Yes, Justin Fields is starting. However, are you enjoying, by the way, all this talk about Justin Fields? Like, they, they even put out a thing yesterday. Well, it's a knee injury, and it, it's not out of the question that Big Red will be back and starting next week. What are we doing? I, I just, right now, I have goosebumps all over my body because Justin Fields is our QB1 right now. <laughs> what, all right, I got an honest question for you, though. As, as a Bears fan that you are, what if it goes horrifically wrong? Horrifically wrong today. Why, why would you wish that evil? No, but, no, I don't wish uh, that. I, if it does, I'm still going to have hope because I'm a Bears fan. That's all I have. I just have I, hope. I, okay, listen, I get that. As as a card-carrying Raider fan, which is, by the way, I fr- freely admit I am arguably one of the most pathetic creatures on earth being a Raider fan. It's basically like every Raider game is the gathering of the Juggalos, and I am basically in I, – I don't know any songs by ICP, but I'm assuming it's very Raider-like. I'm assuming that. Based on the looks of it, it's very Raider-like. But by the way, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because, hey, Bears playing today. They got the Browns. Here's the one downside for you guys. The Browns are good. I I hate to admit that. I I know you don't like hearing that either, Brandon. The Browns are actually good. I've made fun of Baker Mayfield more than any person maybe in radio for the last two years, but I can't sit here and pretend that Baker Mayfield 
isn't pretty damn good. Uh, he's actually, in my opinion, kind of exceeded expectations, especially last season. Um, listen, the game today, you got Bears-Browns. The spread is seven and a half. Bears, I, I, I listen, I think they're going to beat the spread. I think they're going to beat the spread, and it's all up to Justin Fields. I mean, you, you're so excited about him. I want to be excited about him, but I'm always so scared about a rookie quarterback's first game in the NFL. That is really it. I'm not worried about Justin Fields going forward. He's the future of the franchise, and they're going to be gold in Chicago. I really think next year will be the beginning of it. But what do you think, Brandon? First game, do you think they got a shot not only to beat, not only to win, but you know, just first things first, can they beat the spread? Because I'm going to say yes. I think the Bears are going to beat the seven and a half spread. I, I agree with you. I think that they are going to beat the spread, and it's just it's just optimism right now with Justin Fields like playing. You don't know what to really expect, so that's the optimism. At least with Andy Dalton, you kind of knew exactly what you was kind of getting. Yeah. Listen, I want the Bears to win, and I'm but I'm very hesitant, very hesitant to tell anybody to take the money line. It's currently plus 300, minus 375 on the money line for the Browns, but I do think the spread 7.5, minus 110, I think that is definitely worth the price, not to mention if the Bears even win, which they could. Justin Fields Day, baby! And keep in mind, guys, we got the we got Bears Week taking place. Scores Week, 670 the score week taking place at Circa Resort and Casino the week of October 10th. Guys, you gotta be there. I'm gonna be there. Parkins and Spiegel's gonna be there. We're gonna watch some football Ball. I'm going to be over at Stadium Swim. It's going to be an absolute blast at Circa Resort and Casino. Guys, we got to talk some baseball because this is a baseball show. And we got lots of baseball to cover. But if you want to be a part of this show today, by the way, once again, the final down the line with Cody Decker of the season. Brandon, how can they be a part of the show? What's the text line? The text line number is 312-644-6767. Again, 312-644-6767. That's right, guys. So if you want to be a part of the show, be, by all means, just text in. Tell us what you think about all these topics. Tell us if you're excited about Justin Fields' debut. And we might be talking about that Bears game all throughout this baseball show because why not? But first things first, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the White Sox. I talked about them yesterday. We talked about it. I said, is it time to have some concern about their pitching staff? I'm still of the ilk of saying no. Okay, we talked at nauseum yesterday that it looks like Dylan Cease has cemented his spot as that third rotational spot in the playoffs, as he should be, especially with the question mark about Carlos Rodon, which, again, I will freely admit hurts quite a bit. But Dylan Cease has been incredible this year. And if there's one thing we know about Dylan Cease, Dylan Cease strikes out a lot of guys. Unfortunately, one thing I'm not liking right now and I haven't liked for the last couple of weeks, which is very odd for me to say about the White Sox, is the White Sox arguably got one of the best offenses in the American League, and they have not been swinging the bats well at all for weeks. It's not just that they have one of the best offenses. They're finally healthy. They're at full strength right now offensively, and they're not swinging the bat very good. You know, Grandall's been incredible since he's come off the I.L., uh, you know, T.A. has been showing, uh, you know, lots of signs of T.A.-ness. But this team, for the last two days, has only scored one run. This is not kind of what you want to be doing going into the playoffs. Of course, you want to protect your arms, but it's time right now with eight games left. Got to start ramping up those arms. Got to start putting the innings back on. Lucas Giolito tonight on the mound for the White Sox. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game today. I think the White Sox are going to play well. I think Lucas Giolito is going to have himself a hell of a game. I think he's going to get pushed to at least six innings to kind of push past where he has been uh, to get ready for his starts in October. So the question is, despite the White Sox looking sloppy, is it a cause for concern? I don't think it's a cause for concern for the team as far as how they're playing right now. My concern 
is who they're going to play in the playoffs. That's it. That's the only thing I'm truly concerned about. Because at the end of the day, I know we sit around talking about, oh, the best team. The best team does not always win the World Series. I cannot stress that enough. And you know what team in baseball is really scaring me right now about that exact phrase I just said? The St. Louis Cardinals. Because the Cardinals, every single time they win the World Series, they aren't even close to the best team in Major League Baseball. 2006, they snuck into that playoffs. And I mean snuck in and somehow, somehow not only won a World Series, they beat an immensely better Detroit Tigers team in the World Series. And that team, by the way, that St. Louis Cardinals team that we faded all year for being an embarrassment and a huge letdown has won 15 games in a row. I know it hurts you, Chicago, because it hurts me. I don't know what kind of ritual sacrifices is taking place underneath the grounds of Bush Stadium, but there is clearly something going on with the St. Louis Cardinals and their weird devil magic. I don't know if it's a cauldron. I don't know if it's goats that they just got down there that they're just doing, you know, weird chanting about. But for some reason, the Cardinals always end up in St. Louis in October, and it drives me nuts. However, one thing, and I think even you Chicago fans can admit this. Harrison Bader's a little fun to watch. Listen, hear me out, hear me out. I, I know you didn't like what he did to you last yesterday in the Cubs game. But hear me out. Harrison Bader looks like the type of guy, and I actually tweeted this, and I'm actually going to actually paraphrase my tweet. Harrison Bader looks like the type of guy that gets out of bed and just starts playing air guitar really, really hard, and then he starts watching Guy Fieri uh, shows like all day and plays air guitar all through them and then goes and plays a baseball game. He was fun to watch yesterday. I just didn't like that he was doing it against the Cubs. You're killing me. We got lots of scores from yesterday, by the way. And by the way, I've been killing it all year. Brandon, can you freely admit that I have been over 85% pretty much all season long? I give you around, yeah, that 85 to like 89%. You've been, you've pretty much been hitting your targets. I've been on fire. Guess what happened yesterday for the first time all season? What happened? Well... Why don't we just tell you? Because first things first, I told you about Pittsburgh versus Philadelphia. I gave you guys, by the way, 16 bets yesterday. 16! The most I've ever given you! And I fell just under 50% for the first time all season. Crow was on the mound against Suarez. Pittsburgh versus Philly. I told you to take Philadelphia on the run line. And guess what? Your boy was right! I also told you to take the over because I thought both teams were going to absolutely pound the ball yesterday. I was not feeling good about the pitching staff. And guess what? I told you to take the over eight and a half at minus 120, and I was wrong. It was a 3 nothing ball game over there, and Philly takes the game. Washington versus Cincinnati, Fed versus Gutierrez. I told you to go ahead and take Cincinnati on the money line, and guess what? Former Cub Cassianos hits a walk-off home run to center, so I was right. <laughs> New York Mets versus Milwaukee. I told you to take Milwaukee on the run line, and I was wrong. <laughs> Milwaukee did get the win, but only by one run. Atlanta, San Diego. I stayed up all night watching this ball game last night. It was absolute chaos. Uh, I got to say, Atlanta coming back with one of the best comebacks I've ever seen in extra innings, especially. Uh, they had Noah on the mound. I told you to go ahead and take them on the money line. And guess what? Because of that we got nice comeback from uh, come from behind victory, I was right. 
Giants versus the Rockies. It's my own fault. It was the first time I did this. I knew there was going to be an underdog victory yesterday, and I chose the Rockies as my underdog. Don't you worry, Chicago. You know how much I hate the Rockies, and I will never make this mistake again. I was wrong. Los Angeles Dodgers versus Arizona. I thought the Dodgers were going to put a stomping on Zach Gallen. Turned out to be the exact opposite. Clayton Kershaw got beat up really bad. I told you to take a two and a half run line prop. I was wrong. But I also told you to take the over eight and a half. And I was right. Of course, Houston, Oakland. I told you to just go ahead and take Houston on the money line. And I was wrong. Told you to do the same thing in Boston, and I was wrong. Robbie Ray on the mound yesterday. I felt really good about telling you to take Toronto on the run line, and guess what? I was right. But Robbie Ray, who K's 15 a game and pitched into the sixth, the guy who never goes under double digits and the line was set at seven and a half, he only gave me six strikeouts, and I told you to take that K prop. I was wrong. Seattle. Listen, I thought Seattle was going to put a hurting on the Anaheim Angels. I really did. And it turned out to be an absolute massacre of the Seattle Mariners, which is not what you want to hear if you're a Mariners fan, because they're only two games out of that wild card spot. This should have been an easy victory to get them within one of the wild card, and they didn't get it, and I was wrong. But I did take, you take the over, and I was right. And lastly, I told you to take the Cardinals on the run line against the Cubs, and I was right. I was 7-9 and nine yesterday. It's the first time I've fallen under 50% all season, Brandon. What happened? How does this happen? It ain't happening today, baby. I know what my bets are today, and they are gold, baby. They are gold, and I can't wait to go over them with you. We're going to go over that after, of course, this upcoming break we're about to have. But real quick, we got to do a quick little check-in on the Cy Youngs because we've been talking about the Cy Youngs all season. And really quick, I want to talk about the NL Cy Young because when it comes down to it, it's really a two-man show. Walker Bueller has fallen out of it completely. Of course, Wheeler falling out of it completely. Woodruff way out of it completely. He's at 66 to one at this point. Obviously, it's unattainable for him. Wheeler, he is currently 30 to one unattainable there. Bueller, 18 to one, not happening, ladies and gentlemen, for the guy that was two weeks ago. No other contender except for Walker Bueller has fallen off that hard because of a couple of really not great starts. But Corey Burns, plus 100, is still in the mix. And Max Scherzer, ladies and gentlemen, minus 150. And here's the deal. I'm just going to tell you flat out. You honestly can't take take that bet. If you think Burns is going to go ahead and get it, go ahead and put a flyer on Burns, but it's not a whole lot of value at plus 100, really at all. Max Scherzer, obviously, there is no value at minus 150. And I got some news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Max Scherzer, he's going to be your NL Cy Young Award winner. And I'm, I'm sorry, Corey Burns had an incredible year. What Scherzer has done has just been incredible, especially since joining the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, the AL Cy Young is something I know everybody in Chicago is paying attention to because I want to point out the top four odds people that are in Major League Baseball in the AL because two of them, ladies and gentlemen, are coming right out of the south side of Chicago. Number four, but he, God, he was as high as four to one. He was as high as four to one. 
injury, man, just got him. That first IL stint, now this next IL stint. Carlos Rodon is currently at 66-1. to Obviously, he's not going to be able to get that. Lance Lynn, who was at the time, before he went on the IL, number one in the rankings by far. He had actually a commanding lead over Garrett Cole at one point. He's fallen down to 25-1, to and you know he can't get this either. It's become a two-man race, ladies and gentlemen. Robbie Ray, minus 200, so Vegas odds are favoring him. And Garrett Cole at plus 165. Garrett Cole had a very good outing last outing. And Garrett Cole's got one more outing coming up. Guys, I think it's worth taking a flyer on Garrett Cole because the Yankees have won two in a row and they are one game behind that first wildcard spot on the Boston Red Sox. It is getting interesting. If Garrett Cole goes out there and absolutely shoves his next start, and I mean shoves his next start, Garrett Cole is going to be your Cy Young Award winner over Robbie Winnick. And I think it might be worth a small little flyer there. I know it's only plus 165, but it's your only shot to make any money on that pick. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick little break. When we got, when we come back, we got tonight's bets. We got to talk a little bit about the wild card. We got to talk about the MVP situation. And of course, your Cubbies taking on Milwaukee today. That and so much more right here on Down the Line with Cody Decker, right here on 670 The Score. How do I? Either way, it was working. It was working. Welcome back to 670 The Score. Down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Guys, get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino. Las Vegas' newest entertainment destination. Bet with the pros at the world's largest sports book. And ladies and gentlemen, that is only at Circus Sports. And guys, I mentioned it before at the top of the show. I'm going to mention it again. October 10th, Bears and Raiders in Vegas, baby. It is going to be 670 the score week over there at Circus Resort and Casino. I'm going to be there. Other members of the score are going to be there. We're going to have a blast watching some football. I'll be at Stadium Swim rooting on my Raiders as Justin Fields most likely decimates my Raiders out there. And I won't have a problem with it because the Raiders already won two games. And that was two more games than I was expecting this season. But we still got lots of baseball to talk about by the way i bet everybody i'm gonna ask you brandon how just how jazzed is everybody in chicago at this exact second about justin fields day taking place as we speak we are pumped right now i mean every the whole city is buzzing right now we literally have i have studs right here in the background yelling at the tv right now as we have it on you hear him in the background (laughs) yelling I do. I absolutely do. And I hate to interrupt his yelling, but you and I, we got to do something real gimmicky. Let's take everybody down the line. (laughs) Guys, we got our hands on 11 bets today for our final show of the season. That's right, 11 bets. Here we go right out the gate. Washington versus Cincinnati. You You got Rogers on the mound for Washington, plus 169. Not a whole lot of value there. Not a whole lot of value on this pick for Molly either for Cincinnati. 186, but I do think it is worth taking them on the run line. I think Cincinnati's going to win this game by more than two runs. New York Mets versus Milwaukee. They got Carrasco on the mound, plus 152. So obviously, Circuit Sportsbook is not really feeling too good about the Mets. And if you are a Mets fan, neither are you because they got officially eliminated from playoffs last night. Can we say it's the most disappointing season? 
season of any team in Major League Baseball this year? No, we can't because we are going to talk about the Padres in a little bit. But real quick, let's talk about their game today. They got a, their game against Milwaukee. They got Peralta on the mound. And we know Peralta is not going to go deep in this game, but that's how much I do not care for the Mets right now. I think you should take Milwaukee on the run line plus 130, 123. Go ahead and take that game on the run line Atlanta versus the Padres the Padres got eliminated from playoff contention last night ladies and gentlemen we just witnessed arguably and I'm not kidding the worst collapse I have ever seen in a major league season one month ago they were 99% getting into the playoffs it was that high what are they now? Zero percent. That's how quick and a drop-off it was. What a letdown the Padres have been this season. Chavez on the mound, plus 124 for Atlanta. Musgrove on the mound, who has been their best pitcher all season. Joe Musgrove has been the Padres' workhorse, in my opinion, one of their MVPs, of course, other than Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado. But listen, this is a must-win game for the Braves. Philadelphia is playing Pittsburgh. And they're going to probably win today. The Braves have to win this game. They're only one game up on Philadelphia. And this team needs to make the playoffs in that anemic NL East. And I think they're going to. And I think you should go ahead and take the Atlanta Braves on the money line today. Plus 124. San Francisco at Colorado. I faded the Giants yesterday. I thought the Rockies were going to be able to swipe one. But they got Gossman on the mound today, minus 159 for the San Francisco Giants. Obviously, no value on the money line, but the run line, minus 111. The Giants are going to win this game by four runs, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like it because I do want to see the Dodgers catch up to the Giants, but the Giants are currently two games up on the Dodgers. They have 101 wins. The Dodgers are good and ready to probably get their 100th win today. And let's talk about those Dodgers. They're in Arizona. Urias on the mound, minus 265. Listen, absolutely no value on the money line, no value on the run line. I'm telling you to take the two and a half prop run line at minus 115. The Dodgers blew it yesterday, and they are not going to be happy today. They're going to put up 10 runs today on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Houston versus Oakland. Odorizzi on the mound. That's all you had to say to me. I think Odorizzi at minus 111 in Oakland is the way to go against Blackburn. I think you should go ahead and take Houston on the money line. Boston versus New York in Boston. The Red Sox are in danger of getting sweep. They are in danger of getting legitimately swept at the end of September against the New York Yankees at home. Will it happen? I don't think so. I think Rodriguez is going to get this win. I think you should take the Boston Red Sox on the money line minus 110. Toronto, Minnesota, talk about must wins. Toronto has to win. They have to win. They are two games out right now. They have to win. Plain and simple. Manoa on the mound, minus 181 against Jacks, plus 164. I do think Toronto's going to win this game, and I think they're going to win by multiple runs. Take Toronto on the run line, minus 118, and take the over, 9, minus 120. I think you're going to feel real good about those two bets, not to mention Chicago White Sox, Cleveland Indians, a team soon to be called. The last eight games they will ever share that name because the Guardians are coming in next year. And I can't wait to boo the Guardians with you, Chicago. Listen, Giolito on the mound, minus 182 against McKenzie, plus 137. No value in that money line at all. So take the run line, plus 105 for the White Sox. I think the bats are going to wake up a little bit today, and Lucas Giolito is going to have himself a nice little ball game. And lastly, Seattle, Los Angeles Angels. Gonzalez on the mound for Seattle. Another must win. They are three games out of the wild card spot. Here it comes. 
go ahead and take Seattle on the money line, plus 122. Down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. We just talked about Cy Young's before the break. We're going to talk about MVPs real quick. And what I'm basically doing today, because it is the last show of this season, I'm not just giving you the lines. I'm giving you flat out just my final thought on the season on who I think is going to get the, get the award. I'm going to tell you who I think you can maybe put some money on, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to tell you today who I think is getting it. And I'm going to ba- double back and actually say, I'm going to change my mind today. Today's the day I changed my mind. I can't believe it. Let's talk about the AL MVP. Didn't change my mind about this one. Ladies and gentlemen, Shohei Otani is the MVP. Anyone that says something different is stupid. The end. I'm not saying that doesn't mean that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. isn't having an incredible year. He is. And I, I and I, I'm not kidding. This is a true thing I saw on Twitter, and I my head nearly exploded when I saw it. It's like Vlad Guerrero should be the MVP because he's doing something historic. And they showed up a, a graphic of five other faces from the past 150 years. Only five other players in 150 years of Major League Baseball have ever done what Vlad has done this season. That's incredible. That is so cool that Vlad has done that. I couldn't agree more. He's so dynamic and incredible. So much power. Hits for average. Possibly can get this triple crown. But then I find this uh, guy named Shohei Otani. And I saw what he did this year. And I held his picture up against all the no photos of anyone who's ever done what he's done in the history of Major League Baseball. Oh my God. If you say Vlad Guerrero Jr., just slap yourself in the face. Please. You're just, you're, it's it's verbal clickbait. Shut up. Otani has won, the, won this MVP like four weeks into the season. The moment Mike Trout got hurt, Otani was your MVP. By the way, Otani started this year at a 16 to 1 odds. And right now, how, how much is he going to win this MVP? Well, it's minus 3,000. It's negative 30 to 1. Vlad Guerrero is seven and a half to one. Yeah, he's not winning it. I love Vlad Guerrero and what he's done this year. Not to mention that Marcus Simeon just tied the record for most home runs by a second baseman ever. He's 15 to one. He ain't winning it either, but what a year by Marcus Simeon. Man, what a time. But here's where I changed my mind. Let's look at the NL, ladies and gentlemen. I've been saying pretty much Tatis Jr. was going to be your MVP. He's having an incredible year, and he is. And I have faded Harper all season because he wasn't an all-star, had not the amazing first half, but his second half has been borderline biblical. He's currently leading at minus 123. Tatis at plus 105. Max Muncy, 19 to 1. Max Muncy ain't getting it. Soto ain't getting it. 30 to 1. Although, Soto, what, a, what an incredible year. Freddie Freeman ain't getting it. Basically, what has happened here, ladies and gentlemen, because of the Padres collapse and Tatis not playing the best baseball lately and playing out of position in center field and right field and making errors out there, not to mention all the errors he's made at shortstop. I can't believe I'm saying it, but it's true. Bryce Harper is going to be your NL MVP. I don't like it either. And it's not because I don't like Bryce Harper. I actually think Bryce Harper is an incredible talent and it's extremely fun to watch. I just don't like the Phillies. 
There's something about the Phillies. Every time I see their uniforms on the field, I get like somewhat nauseated. I don't know what it is. I know everyone likes the 80s throwback uniforms and the powdered blues. But for some reason, when I see only theirs, by the way, there's a bunch of teams that rock the powdered blue. The Cardinals have a powdered blue uh, throwback uni, and I, I'm not going to lie, I actually like it. I, I, I know that's not going to be popular in Chicago, but I do like it. Uh, the, the Rangers have powdered blues. I don't like it. I think they look stupid. Uh, the Twins have powdered blues. Okay, I like them. They're, they're actually pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Blue Jays got powdered blues. They're the best ones. They're the best ones. The Phillies, I hate them. I don't know why I hate them. I'm, I know I, I, here's the thing. I'm also freely admitting I'm wrong to hate them. I shouldn't be, I'm not right. Because I saw Daniel McCutcheon rocking that uni last year and holding a toothpick in his mouth, and I thought he was the coolest looking dude I've ever seen in my life. And, and he was. He was. But I don't know what it is about those powdered blue Philly uniforms I just hate. What Bryce Harper has done this second half has been off the charts. And right now, the Phillies are one game out of that NL East. And yes, the NL East have been terrible this year. But the only reason that we're even talking about it is because of Bryce Harper. The only reason. It's just the fact. He has carried that team this entire second half to being one game out of the playoffs. Gotta give credit where credit's due. Bryce Harper is gonna be your NL MVP. And just the season, too, that Bryce Harper had, like you said, on the second half, the odds in July before, like, the second half was plus 35. It's now jumped to where it is now. It's crazy. Just think if you got on that earlier. It's just nuts. It's absolutely nuts. He's he's really done that much damage to the league this second half. And you got to commend him for it. It's it's truly incredible. And I'm I'm really excited to see where these last eight games go because the NL East is not done. The NL wild card is not done, but it's not done mainly because between the Dodgers and the Giants. That's why. The AL wild card is up for grabs, ladies and gentlemen. Still four teams really in the mix. You can even say five teams. You can still keep the A's in there, even though they're four out with eight to go. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not likely. The Mariners, three games out. It's not likely. Also, they're the Mariners, so it's really not likely, but it's possible. By the way, I do have one more bet for you guys today. Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee, Woodford on the mound versus Thompson, minus 148 for the Chicago Cubs. Listen, I want to leave on a great note today and say, hey, yeah, take your Cubbies. I I, I can't tell you to do that. St. Louis Cardinals have won 15 in a row, and I think they're going to win their 16th in a row. There is just too much devil magic taking place in Bush Stadium. I don't know what is going on. And it's driving me insane, but it's happening. I think you should take the Cardinals on the run line, which, by the way, is even for some reason. You're not going to get much better odds for a team that's won 15 in a row than that. You're just not. Got to take a look at it. Got to take a look at it. Brandon, how are you feeling about these? By the way, I got one question for you, Brandon. Based on Chicago, and here's what I got to say. The Cardinals, their massive surge that has put them where they're at, six games in the wild card. They won the wild card. They're in the wild card. They're in the playoffs. It makes me question whether or not Chicago pulled the pulled the ripcord too early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, they had that losing streak, so I, I understand because they was right in. And once that 11-game losing streak happened, it was just a wrap for the Cubs. And if you look at the players now, I mean, Baez and Rizzo, I mean, I don't think they were going to stay anyway, so might as well get something for it. And they, they're they playing promising baseball now, even though they're losing to the Cardinals. It, I, don't, I wouldn't say it was too early. To be fair, everybody's losing to the Cardinals right now. But you're right. And here's the thing. I, I agree with you. I think the Cubs did make the right decision for their future and building their farm system. I think the Cubs did the absolute right thing. 
especially after that 11-game losing streak, because think about that team that was playing. Think about those players, those star players that we all love. I mean, you got to love Rizzo, obviously Baez, Bryant, that whole core group of guys that are all gone now. At the end of the day, if that team did get that second wildcard spot, the way the Cardinals are right now, I need you to look yourself in the mirror and really ask yourself, Cubs fans, do you really think that team is going to win the World Series? Do you think that team is going to beat the Giants? Do you think that team is going to beat the Dodgers? Do you think that team is going to beat the Brewers? I'm sorry to say this. The answer is no. That pitching, not. That pitching is horrible. Just straight bad. horrible. There was no way in hell they can win that World Series. There was no way. Getting the playoffs, yeah, it would have been nice, but at the end of the day, all those players were going to be gone. If you got nothing for them, this team and organization was going to be a disaster for the next five years to come. They did what they had to do. And don't think for a second this team's punting on next year. The Cubs could very well not only compete next year, but win next year. They really, really can. Just look at the jump that the Milwaukee Brewers made this last year. Now, I want to keep this in mind. The Brewers last year were a playoff team, but they had arguably one of the worst offenses in Major League Baseball. This year, they're about the 12th best offense in Major League Baseball. That's a massive jump. Don't think the Cubs can't do the same thing. There's a lot of interesting free agents that are going to be out there this offseason. And if the Cubs get their hands on three of them, four of them, maybe five of them, Cubs might be a contender next season. Yeah, Jed Hoyer did say he was going to spend in the free agency. So I saw that he said that, which gave me a lot of courage and a lot of comfort going forward for the Chicago Cubs. I want to see this team win every year. And I want to also make another conceit, ladies and gentlemen. You know how I've ragged all season long on all the City Connect uniforms, except for the Chicago White Sox uniform, which is maybe the sweetest uniform ever created? I was a little harsh on the Wrigleyville uniforms. And I still am. I hate them. But I do like the hat. I think the hat is actually pretty sweet. The the Red Bill Navy that with the, the Chicago with the Star. I'm not going to lie. The hat's not bad, Brandon. See, I've been saying that for the longest when they first came out. I was like, the hat is awesome. I'm not feeling the jerseys. And the, the, the Sox one, their jerseys is amazing. But I don't like the hat. I don't like the, the shy thing on it. I, it's kind of gimmicky. How dare you? How dare you say that? It was sweet. Being was from Chicago, the, the shy, it just, uh, yeah. Hey, look on the bright side. At least it was, we can all agree it wasn't the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers just rocking the blue, the full blue, I, I assume, 90s. Uh, it, it looked like they were going, they looked like they were on, they were going on like a camping trip. For But as cosplaying as Smurfs. And also, Los Dodgers is about as lazy as it gets. I mean, they, they just, it was like they put it together in 30 minutes. They were like, oh my God, this dude tomorrow? Los Dodgers. And that's just what they got. It was just like, what? That's it? That's all you did? You're the Dodgers, and you gave me Lowe's Dodgers? You do have a, uh, I do have a message right here. 708, Cody, before you get out of here, for this, this is the last show, who do you get in the World Series? Ooh, baby, what a question. What a question. Who do I got in the World Series? Oh. I'll tell you who I want in the World Series first. I want a Dodgers-White Sox World Series. I think that would be the most fun World Series ever. The Dodgers, I'm sorry, if you even if you hate the Dodgers, you cannot sit here and pretend the Dodgers are not so much fun to watch. They are a blast to watch. The White Sox, they're a blast to watch. There's going to be so much swag in that World Series, it'll be crazy. However, I don't think we're going to get that. 
I think we're going to get a 2020 rematch. I think we're going to get Tampa Bay Rays versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. And now it's starting to look like those Dodgers aren't going to win their division. So the Dodgers are going to have to play that one game playoff first, which means Max Scherzer is going in that game, which means they're going to have to go in the ANLDS game, not throwing Max Scherzer, most likely throwing Walker Bueller. And I normally wouldn't be worried about that, except Walker has not looked good lately. Dodgers need Walker Bueller to get back to Walker Bueller form. But I do think we're going to end up with a Dodgers-Rays World Series. Not the World Series I want, but I sure as hell won't complain. And I'm not sure anybody else will either. By the way, the Dodgers have the best odds at plus 270 to get the World Series. Tampa Bay, fourth best odds, plus 700. Third is the White Sox. And then we have second, the Houston Astros, plus 450. Yet there's only one team in Major League Baseball with over 100 wins, the San Francisco Giants, and they're not even in the top five. Insane. Guys, I've had so much fun here this season with you guys. Here on Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. If you guys want to hear more baseball talk, you guys could check out my other Odyssey podcast, Big Time Baseball, with me, Tony Quinn Jr., and John Heyman. Listen to another Odyssey podcast that I'm doing with Ryan Horvat. It's BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Guys, I want to thank you once again. To the 670, the score, to anyone that listened, to anyone that joined the chat, to anyone who texted in, uh, to Mitch Rosen, to my man Brandon, to Caesar, to Shane, to everyone that helped produce this show. Thank you to Circa Resort and Casino. Guys, thank you so much. Enjoy yourself the Cubs pregame. Enjoy yourself some Cubbies proving me wrong yet again. That's it for me, guys. Be safe out there. Sounding off here for Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circuit Resort and Casino. Beat it! It's so hard to say goodbye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 